Welcome to Discovering Responsible Wealth. This is your host, Frank Congelos. It's a pleasure to be with you this week. Over the last several weeks and during the month of May, we've been celebrating Older Americans Month, and we've talked about topics from planning your estate, uh, long-term care. We've talked about a lot of different topics to really impact your life as you get a little bit older. You know, there's an interesting statistic, and it's a fact that women do live longer than men, and I'm not going to get into any of the jokes with regard to that. You know, I have one of my favorite guests here today, which I'll introduce in just a second, and she, she laughs a lot. She's from the South, and we have a good time talking about these topics. But the reality is, is that for a lot of women, what happens is, is throughout your working career, you may have been the financial officer in your house. And for a lot of women also, it might have been that you've never really addressed handling any of the financial issues in the home. And so one of the things that you know I was thought would be helpful to you would be to bring on one of our featured guests, Jacqueline Whelan of Solutions Provided, who really talks in the area of executive coaching, personal development. And Jacqueline has developed a program that she goes out and she coaches people with, and up until this point, it's been predominantly geared towards women called Attitude and Choice. So Jacqueline, I'd like to welcome you to the show. It's a pleasure to have you here again. Thank you, Frank. It's great to be here. So Jacqueline, you know, we are a Christian-based show, and, you know, in being a Christian-based show, you know, we talk a lot about stewardship and about Mm -hmm. responsibility, and, you know, know, the Bible tells us in Proverbs, don't worry about earthly possessions and so forth, but, you know, throughout your lifetime— People accumulate earthly possessions. Finances are certainly indicative of your quality of life now and in the future. And also how you view the world, how you view money and everything else is important. Right. And with that in mind, I'd love for you to tell us a little bit about this new program that you've rolled out called Attitude and Choice and how you're empowering people. And up till this point, you've been rolling out this program predominantly towards women. Tell us a little bit about this program that you have, Attitude and Choice. Well, I am very happy to tell you about Attitude and Choice. We're very excited about it and have just returned from a conference in Washington, D.C., which was with the Association of Junior Leagues, a women's volunteer organization, rolling it out with them. Here, here's what attitude and choice is about and why it's so key to everything. We control two things in our life. We control our attitude and we control the choices that we make. Those choices can be simple as what do you have for breakfast or they can be big choices about how do you manage your finances, how do you see your life going forward, how do you manage health and wellness, personal development, professional development, the way that you interact in your relationships and your spiritual path. That, that's why you and I get along so well, because a lot of what I talk about is what I call alignment, mm-hmm. which is... I've are said that ag- word before, Yes, too. you and I work together on this, and we always talk about, are your actions in alignment with what you're trying to get out of life and what you'd like your life to look like? Yes. And your attitude and choice is helping people to make better decisions. And we know that if people do not have a good attitude... They're not good leaders. They're not good communicators. And they're not fun to be around. Good point. And you know, see all saying that your attitude determines your altitude. Yes. You know, which is it takes you to where you're going to go in life, whether, you know, if you have a good attitude, it'll always take you up. If you have a bad attitude and your perspective is bad, it's always going to take you down. It was interesting. As earlier this morning, I was uh, speaking with one of our top associates, and he's in a uh, transition right now. He's moving. 
and okay. we were having a conversation, and he seemed like he was rushing into a transaction. Mm-hmm. And we were talking a little bit, and I said, you know what, I'd like you to have a different perspective on something. I said, you know, part of what we try to do is we think that we're in control of things. And the reality is you can only, again, control attitude and choice. Right. I said, but you really think that you're going to be able to control an outcome. Mm-hmm. I said, and you're not going to control the outcome. Whatever's meant to be is going to happen. And if you really do believe that God wants the best for you, then whatever the situation is that you're dealing with in the moment, if it works out that it wasn't what you wanted, have the perspective that there's something better and there's another purpose for why you're doing things rather than trying to force the issue. And then, you're, you know, I call it you're going against the grain. So as yeah. much as you think it should have been a different way, there's a reason why it didn't quite work out that way. And if you can stop fighting that, I think that your life is pleasant, it's in harmony, and you're in tune with who you're meant to be. Mm-hmm. What do you think on that, Jacqueline? Well, I love that, Frank, because our deal is there are no accidents. There's a reason for everything. And it's being able to have a wide enough lens or viewpoint to have a perspective of how it fits and why. So we very much advocate, you know, live in faith, walk in grace. I love it. You know, Jacqueline, I know that over the last several months, uh, one of the areas that you've been doing a lot of work with your Attitude and Choice program uh, was really a lot of people that, you know, really were impacted by Hurricane Sandy. Yes. And so what were some of the things that the program presented to them and that presents to everyone? You know, after Sandy hit, Frank, we shifted the program a fair amount and we took some of the change management pieces out of it and then we did another part of it which was focused on hurt healing and moving forward and what we did for the first couple of months after sandy hit is we spent time with people where they really had an opportunity to talk about what was and to grieve it but then to put some things in place as far as goals on how could they see their future moving forward and to separate kind of the, you know, the wheat from the shaft, so to say, but that a lot of what they lost was stuff, and it was tragic and it was inconvenient, but they had a lot that they could go forward with. And we helped people focus on how to frame that differently and what they could put in place and go forward with. We worked with women at different churches in the area. We did some groups here at your facilities and then we also worked at uh, some programs at the churches in Bayhead and it wasn't just women but it was helping people really kind of regroup and get a perspective and one of the things that we did at one of the last sessions was it was just an opportunity to laugh Hmm. and for a moment to feel very normal because this whole experience for so many people has been so hectic and surreal. You know, and and really think about it. How do you lose virtually everything? You go home and your first floor is a wreck. You don't have a kitchen. Your finances are tied up. You may have a great uh, balance sheet, but it's not how you plan to arrange it. And so what you're in control of, again, is how do you frame it in your head and how do you get control in your mind of what you're dealing with and that's what we worked with people on 
That's great. You know, it's interesting is, you know, as we're coming through this week, you know, we have these, you know, tornadoes and yeah. so forth in Oklahoma, which is not too far off from your neck of the woods. Well, I went to school. I did my graduate work at Oklahoma State, so I drove by there. You know, and it, it's like, you know, the plains of Oklahoma, those tornadoes come through and they're not kidding. And, you know, when we look at this and, you know, when, you know, life happens, because we, yeah. we just say that, you know, life happens. And whether it was a hurricane or tornado, um, a health issue or whatever, when yeah. life happens, again, it's it's your phrase, it's your terms, it's your attitude and your choice that's going to determine whether you rise to the occasion mm-hmm. or whether, you know, you give in to the circumstance, in which cases you're defeated. Yeah. And, you know, Frank, what has been so amazing over the past six months because we've been so up close and personal with everything is the resilience of people and you said it they rise to the occasion some people I think it's fair to say are still walking around in shock and disbelief and others have been amazingly resilient and they've had such adversity to deal with and yet in their heart, they feel like, well, I, I want to help others. It's not about me. And you're kind of like, well, you've got a lot going on on your plate too right now, buddy. It's okay to take a break. So seeing the way that people deal with challenge is quite amazing. And, you know, even though on the Jersey Shore we have a lot to do, we have a long way to go, the situation in Oklahoma gives you a chance to step back and go, you know what, it's our turn to help others now. You know, it's not as bad as it was six months ago. And there's somebody who's got it bad right now, and we need to reach out. Very good. Jacqueline, who does your programs, you know, in Attitude and Choice, who do they fit best with? Who, who's the targeted audience that would benefit from going to a program with you? It, we are best for people who like to get things done. We're ideal for people who are leaders, who volunteer. Their plate is really full. They're givers. They make it happen. They're type A's, maybe a B plus. <laughs> but uh, they're in charge, and they've got a lot on their plate. They know where they want to get to in life. But somewhere along the way, it's become a little Monet-ish, a little hazy, and they just need some help sharpening the view, the perspective, and putting a plan in place that's really authentically theirs. It's not what somebody said they should do. It's what they know in their heart they want to do. You know, what's interesting is um, a lot of us can look at things and go, well, you know, I think I can, you know, I don't necessarily need to work with somebody. I don't need a coach. I don't need to go to a program. But the reality is, is that when you have a good coach and you're a part of a good program, whatever that program is, it's like anything else. It's, you know, I remember standing in a room or sitting in a room and then there was a coach that walked in. He goes, I want everybody to stand up. Okay, now I want you to just reach up. Mm Mm-hmm. Everybody reached up, and he goes, no, 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 I want you to really reach up. And all of a sudden, everybody went up higher, and he goes, that's the difference of having a coach or not having a coach is we'll rise to who we think we are. Mm-hmm. But then when someone looks and says, you have more capability, we rise greater than who we thought we were. Yeah, And that's really the key with having a good coach. So in staying with that, if we were to look at this, there are different coaching programs on the marketplace that we hear about. I hear about them all the time. There's tons. Um, Self-help programs (laughs) and everything else. How does attitude and choice and what you're doing differ from other coaching programs? We're very real and in the moment and a little raw. (laughs) And uh, you, 
you, you know me personally and you've had me come and work with your people here so you kind of get what that means it it's not scripted I know where we're going from an outcome standpoint very outcome focused and based but it's very much driven about the energy in the room what's going on with the people in the room or on the webinar and reactive to what they're saying so there's an element of fresh uh, action oriented in the moment it's not a canned program is what you're it telling us. It is not canned. And and for our listeners, as I know that she's worked with, you know, I have top-level advisors with us. We have 40 associates in our firm. And Jacqueline does work with a lot of our top advisors. And it, it is interesting to see how people respond, and we've invited clients to these. And it's a very interesting experience. Jacqueline, how would someone know that the t- Attitude and Choice program is actually working for them? Well, we have uh, testimony from people that they've shared, like this is making a difference. And some of the neat things that have come up over the last couple months are women sharing. We had one woman, Helen, who has a promotions company, and she's attended two of our sessions. And the first session she attended, we had them write their goals out. And then the second session, we were reinforcing that and looking at their plan. And I talked to her the end of April, and she said, you know, Jacqueline, she goes, I did what you said, and I exceeded the goal that I wrote. The night we were at the Grinville, I exceeded that goal. And she'd gotten five new clients that week and all of this. So that was one. We also have a woman who has a nonprofit, and she was kind of stuck. And she started attending. She's actually attended almost all the sessions. During that time, she has formed her board of directors. She's gotten funding. She's redone her website. She's gotten advisors where she needed them. And her comment is just that coming to it helped her frame and get focused on what she needed to do. It almost sounds like as I listen that it went from a wish list to the to-do list to the done list. And and that's exactly what has happened. That's great. What are uh, some of the program building blocks? I know, you know in my books I talk, I talk about wealth building blocks. Mm-hmm. And I know that you have building blocks in your program, so maybe you know you can highlight what some of the building blocks are and just comment a little bit on them. So, well, one of the things we find out you ask about our perfect client, and it's someone who's got a full plate and they're living in a very complex world. So the first thing we talk about is the need to simplify and really get clear on what they need to work with, opposed to what distracts them. And that's one of the big pieces. Then it's understanding how you come across. How are you perceived? How do you communicate? How do people read you? We have tools that we work with on that to help them understand that it's the same thing we use in executive coaching. Then we look at creating a plan, having a vision for the life that you want to lead, aligning your head and your heart, and then giving them tools and understanding of how do you nurture your true north. Because, you know, we can all have a vision, but how do you create your personal board of directors who support you in getting to that vision and are advocates of you opposed to people who say, no, you cannot. So you have some form of uh, accountability yeah. gets put in place, it's an accountability. Which, is, which is really a key. It's exactly what it is. And then we look at your attitude and choice. So we look at five blocks. Financial, if your financials are wacky and stressful, you cannot get it done as you say. So we look at what do you need to put in place to get there? Health and wellness. You've got to be healthy to get it done. 
and personal and professional development. We look at relationships and how you manage those and then how you feed yourself spiritually. And as I listen to those, and that's why you and I get along so great when we do these programs, which is, you know, when you look at those building blocks and those top five and so forth, those have been the top five that have really been the core of everything that we mm-hmm. talk about and why we do it and why we actually have you on the program. So, well, it's life. It's true. You know, and it's helping people to realize that, you know, everything is a gift, mm-hmm. okay, and to be really a good steward of whatever those gifts are and to utilize them instead and, of being a victim. Yeah. So. so every day is a gift, and that's part of what we do in Attitude and Choice is to hit the ground running. Great. Jacqueline, uh, if someone wanted information on your upcoming events, what should they look at? Where should they go? If they go to solutionsprovided.com, that will have information, and it'll link to Attitude and Choice. So they can visit Attitude and Choice or solutionsprovided.com. Very good. You've been listening to Discovering Responsible Wealth. This is your host, Frank Congelos. Our guest today, again, Jacqueline Whelan of Solutions Provided. If you have questions, you can write to us at the Institute of Responsible Wealth, 2431 Atlantic Avenue, Manasquan, New Jersey, 08736, or email us at info at com. Thank you, and have a blessed week.